0: Looking for something to stream this weekend or tonight? I've got dozens of picks on my Hulu stuff list that I definitely like to share with you. This is Craig Shop with the Ohio and Podcast Network, and we are going streaming. So, Hulu is sort of a nice little uh, bundle package that you can get with Disney Plus. You can get it by itself. The Disney Plus bundle with Hulu and ESPN Plus is what I have currently. And there are plenty of movies and TV shows to stream whether you're looking for originals like The Handmaid's Tale or you're also looking for uh, classic stuff uh, out there, whether it's sitcoms or just, you know, new shows that are streaming and that are, uh, you know, on network television that you can watch the next day. I'm going to look at a couple of movies, however, to give you an option if you're looking for something just uh, some mindless fun this weekend. So, I know that I might be in the minority in this, but I am actually a pretty big fan of the, uh, the movie Daredevil. This is the Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner film. I understand that not everybody likes this movie. Um, it was sort of before the Iron Man craze and all that stuff. And I, I get it. I understand that I might be in the minority in liking this 2003 film that sort of was spawned because of the success of the Spider-Man franchise. But I actually have to say... I thought this movie had a a better budget to allow for better visual effects. This movie was pretty solid overall. The Mark uh, Stevens-Johnson screenplay and directing uh, on this is is solid. It really came down to why this movie wasn't even better for me, was basically the special effects were a little little iffy. Uh, You could tell they didn't have maybe the same budget like a Spider-Man did, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, I should say, because there's so many Spider-Man iterations these days. But I'm probably one of the select few that actually thinks this movie is good. I just was was kind of a sucker for it. It had a little bit of heart. It had some good action sequences, some you know, colorful characters. Um, I thought Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner had uh, a nice chemistry. Michael Clark Duncan, the late Michael Clark Duncan, was great as uh, Wilson Fisk. Colin Farrell was hamming it up as Bullseye. It, it to me it maybe kind of lost its way a little bit on what tone it wanted to be did it want to be sort of a dark and you know uh you know brooding kind of film like maybe some of the other movies and we've seen with DC and Marvel before um while having Colin Farrell really over the top hamming it up as Bullseye but when you're a you know a villain named Bullseye what what can you do can you play that straight up serious probably not i think Colin Farrell does a nice job with the character it's the kind of movie that I I I don't know that I wanted a, a whole franchise out of it, but I felt like there could have been a franchise out of this movie. And I know that the you know the Marvel Daredevil series on Netflix was a better entry into the Daredevil lore. I get that. I still like this movie. I still think this is a good solid film. I gave it three uh, three and a half stars when it came out uh, back in two thousand three. Like I said. I'm probably one of the very few people that really liked Daredevil when it came out and still like it today. Um, But I thought they did some interesting things with the visual effects with uh, showing off Matt Murdock's blindness and how he can see through the sonar, essentially. Um, It was kind of like uh, maybe the equivalent of the sonar that was used in The Dark Knight with Batman versus the Joker uh, in the Christopher Nolan franchise. So sort of similar to that. And I, I found it to be very interesting. Like I said, I wouldn't have mind seeing uh maybe a sequel to this or maybe a small franchise out of Daredevil. Uh we did get the Elektra movie with uh, Jennifer Garner which was not very good although Jennifer Garner is fantastic in everything she does usually. This time around the Elektra spin-off not so great. Um and I think that's probably what put that ser- uh, that franchise to to bed essentially, but like I said, you know, the Daredevil uh, Marvel series was very good. I've heard they're kind of in the stages maybe of rebooting that, uh, we'll see what happens with it as they maybe pr- possibly introduce Daredevil into the Marvel Cinematic franchise. Another comic book movie, which I actually think is a better movie than Daredevil, is the Zack Snyder movie. Yes, Zack Snyder. I I know I've uh, had probably uh, episode after episode of uh, Zack Snyder hatred, if you will, for some of his movies, but his 2009 version of Watchmen is a terrific, underrated comic book film. Uh, Now, obviously, they take some liberties with some of the the villains and some of, you know, maybe what the ultimate uh, franchise and what the mythos is about about Watchmen, but this is a very complex political, if you will, film that, you know, gives you this idea of what it would look like if Richard Nixon... Had never been a, you know, I mean, it just really gives you an idea of of how crazy the world could be if one thing doesn't happen or if something else happens. I really like this film. I really thought uh, the acting was fine with Jackie Earl Haley, who was fresh off of his Oscar nomination for Little Children. Patrick Wilson is always fun. Carla Gugino, uh, Billy Crudup is good. Matthew Good, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I mean, this is a very fun cast. They had a lot of fun doing this. You could tell. Um, it, it's a little bit of a darker story. And I think that kind of fit well with sort of the mythos of, of Watchmen as a comic book, as a, as a, as a, you know, as a, a property. I think it did a, a nice job of, of, sort of using those books and, and maybe storyboarding the, the movie, taking a little bit of Liberty here and there on the story, if you will. But ultimately I thought this worked extremely well. And if you're looking for something comic book wise with a little bit more depth, Maybe then say Daredevil. I think Watchmen, even at two hours and forty-two minutes, is well worth your time. I gave it four stars when I saw it in theaters in two thousand nine. I have not really changed that uh, tune uh, in subsequent years. I've watched it a little bit here and there, uh, maybe a couple of other times, but I've always uh, still enjoyed what I've seen. I will say this too, you know, it's it's a great little uh, precursor if you want to watch the Watchmen. HBO series that came out a couple of years ago. That's very good. Um, but uh, definitely a big fan of the Watchmen movie. I, I would suggest uh, checking that out on Hulu if you're uh, looking for a, a little bit deeper comic book film. So there's plenty of comic book films. There's plenty of, of intrigue out there. What you know, other types of films are out there? Another one of my favorite movies right now on, on Hulu is Skyfall, the James Bond movie uh, starring Daniel Craig. I honestly think this is probably... If not the best, one of the best James Bond movies. The 2012 movie, I think, really hit its stride. Um, unfortunately, the the second movie in the Daniel Craig series, uh, Spectre, wasn't all that great after Casino Royale burst onto the scene in a, in a terrific, thrilling movie. Skyfall, though, bringing in Sam Mendes to direct uh, this film, uh, Neil Purvis, Robert Wade, and John Logan wrote the screenplay. Did a fantastic job with this film. It it basically tells an entirely new story about James Bond, his or, sort of his origins as an orphan, um, and I really really enjoyed this. Javier Bardem as Silva, the main villain in the movie. Obviously, he earned an Oscar nomination, uh, and I think deservedly so. This was uh, you know one of those types of uh, performances that I really um, I really feel like you know Bardem. Deserved an Oscar nomination, Um, and you know it's just one of those things where you didn't get it. And you know it's one of those movies that I always will will say that he deserved it. Uh, He deserved a maybe not a win, but deserved an Oscar nomination. It did get a few Oscar uh, nominations for this film. Uh, It won for Best Achievement in Music, Best Achievement in Sound Editing, which was sort of expected, Um, and then it was nominated in Cinematography for Roger Dinkins. Uh, best Achievement in Music uh, for Chris Newman, and then uh, sound mixing as well. Um, but again, you know Javier Bardem probably deserved a nomination for that movie. I mean, he was very, very good. Um, unfortunately, just one of those things where sometimes you, you know, it just doesn't happen. But uh, definitely, you know, a great performance by him. Daniel Craig is sort of one of those actors that. You know, in in reality, he's one of those guys that can give a great performance, whether it's in this movie or something like Logan Lucky, where he's playing a completely different character. He is a terrific actor, under very underrated, um, and I I'd love to see more from him outside of the Bond franchise. Obviously, um, he will be uh, hanging up the uh, the suit and tie here as James Bond coming up in the fall with uh, his last movie playing James Bond. It's the 25th movie in the franchise. So everybody's excited about that, but uh, definitely excited to see Daniel Craig uh, continue to spread out and get some more movie roles because he is a terrific actor and I'd love to see him get more opportunities. But uh, as I can say, four stars out of four for me from Skyfall, it was just a fantastic film. Really enjoyed uh, everything about it. Beautifully shot, great acting action was fantastic and the story was interesting as well. Really kept you, you know, kept you guessing. Really wish Javier Bardem would have won an Oscar or at least been nominated for an Oscar for this performance because he was fantastic in it. Um, Also looking at some other movies on Hulu. Um, These are going to be some quick picks for me. Uh, So there's the Baz Luhrmann version of Romeo and Juliet, the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio Claire Danes movie. Uh, That's a movie that I recommend three out of four stars. Australia, the sweeping Baz Luhrmann epic. So two Baz Luhrmann movies on this. Um, Australia stars Hugh Jackman and Nicole Kidman in this uh, this epic sweeping uh, war movie uh, that's set in in the uh, sort of the, the, the plains of Australia. Very beautiful film to look at. A little probably long at nearly three hours, but uh, definitely worth your time. I gave that three stars out of four. Um, also some other movies to, to watch if you're looking for action, Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol is out there. Um, I think it's the second best or maybe arguably the best for some in that franchise, although Mission Impossible Fallout, the fifth movie in that franchise, was fantastic as well. Um, Some other uh, potential uh, films out there maybe that you might want to go and take a look at if you're in a Hugh Jackman mode this weekend, Prisoners, the Denny Villeneuve film starring uh, Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, that got four stars from me. I really love that film. It was a beautifully active film. Well shot. Kept you guessing. It's just an, a unique film, in my opinion. I really, really loved it. Um, so definitely go out and see that. Um, otherwise, you know, Deadpool 2 is another fun movie if you're looking for something uh, to maybe scratch that itch a little bit. Um, as far as uh, if you just saw The the Suicide Squad, Deadpool 2 is sort of in that same vein where it just it doesn't take itself too seriously. It has a lot of fun, great jokes funny action sequences. Uh, Deadpool 2 was actually better than the first one, in my opinion. I gave that three and a half stars. Um, Another great film, sort of underrated as well as an animated film, if you're looking for something to watch with the kids, Johnny Depp's Rango. This is a movie that I found to be highly underrated when it came out. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, sometimes it just doesn't have that same appeal. The 2011 film uh, tells a story of sort of a fish out of water, a um, if you will, I guess you could say uh, Rango is just an ordinary chameleon who ends up becoming the uh, sheriff of a town uh, in the wild, wild west. And it's kind of a unique spin on uh, sort of an animated film as this guy is trying to navigate being a fraud while also maybe, you know, finding himself a little bit in, in terms of, you know, becoming a leader and becoming someone that uh, maybe is able to save the town. And, and it's got uh, sort of some hints of Chinatown, uh, the 1970s movie. Uh, the 1972 movie with Jack Nicholson, uh, just a terrific movie there. Um It's got a little hint, little callback to that as well in the film. Uh, But I really loved Rango. I wish it would have done a little bit better. I'm not saying I needed a franchise of this movie, but Gore Verbinski, Verbinski's uh, film, very fun. Johnny Depp's good voice. Isla Fisher's in this. Timothy Oliphant is also in this, uh, lending his voice. And that's a very fun movie, too. I gave Rango... Four stars when it came out, and I continue to give it four stars because it is that good. It is one of those rare non-Disney or Pixar movies that really hits the mark. Now, if you're looking at some of those other satires and fun comedies, cool deaths and monsters, much like we just discussed with Deadpool 2, with The Suicide Squad, How about this, The Cabin in the Woods? This is a movie that I really had no expectations for going in. It was a Chris Hemsworth film. I didn't even really know who Chris Hemsworth really was at this time. Uh, Now, granted, it was after he got some of the Marvel stuff going, but I really had not known who Chris Hemsworth was. Drew Goddard directs this film. He co-writes with Joss Whedon. We've talked about Joss Whedon before, the former Uh, Avengers director slash slash Justice League director. Uh, But this film is extremely funny. It is a satire on the horror genre. It satires everything, but it's basically a group of uh, college-age students are going out to party at a cabin. And behind the closed doors, though, they're basically set up to be killed uh, by one of dozens of different monster options or different ways that they could kill people, Uh, And sort of they play a a game of chance, if you will, with themselves to uh, almost see how they kill themselves in a lot of ways. It's kind of a unique story, satirizing a lot of the horror genre, the action genre to some degree. Um, And it's kind of like one of those big brother watching you type films. That is a very underrated film. Like I said, I did not anticipate a whole lot um, going into this uh, movie. But when I saw it, I came out very impressed. I gave that movie three stars out of four. I, I really enjoyed it. Other options, uh, Mission Impossible Fallout was a four star out of four for me. Uh, Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle, three stars out of four. And the movie Super Bad, was a three and a half out of four for me as well. So those are all movies right now that are on my stuff list on Hulu that you can stream right now with a subscription. I definitely uh, suggest uh, Hulu as an option because not only do you get a lot of the uh, current and some former TV, you get originals, and then also you get a lot of great movie options. You get sports now as well, so you don't even have to switch the app to go watch sports on the Hulu app. Very nice to, to, you know, a little addition there, the ESPN Plus edition onto Hulu itself. So uh, this is Craig Shop, and you have gone streaming. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast, based on the work from our book,